payment platforms, payment gateways, call it what you like, getting paid. You know, there are many and varied different options. But yeah, let's well, let's talk about that. You are listening to Australia's Tax News Podcast. Tax Talks, the podcast for Australian tax professionals. Welcome to episode 163 of Tax Talks. This is Heide Robson and thank you to Class for sponsoring this episode. Last century, we would send an invoice for our services and then get paid via direct bank transfer or check. And the really progressive ones among us would accept credit card payments through machine or paper slider. But how is this changing now? Here's Tim Hoopman of Spin Business Solutions in Sydney with some insights. Accounting practices and bookkeeping practices, a lot have moved on now with the advent of cloud accounting um, software and the opportunity to get a payment gateway that connected, in most cases, seamlessly to your to cloud accounting software and your invoicing or, or in fact, just to your invoicing makes it a lot, lot easier. And I think a lot of people have moved forward in that because it's it's accepted in so many ways now. Obviously, when you buy anything online, you, you need to pay straight away. But Certainly a lot of the providers that I deal with, be they the domain, people that manages um, my domains, all of those, every time I go to pay, it's a pop-up box. It's, do you want to pay with your credit card? If you do, we might have stored it for you. If you didn't want it stored, you can pay through PayPal, which is a really safe way to pay online. I think the, the core thing, though, is people are realizing in their business that they have better things to do than chase people for money. So again, if we go back to the discussion around letters of engagement, I can provide a service for you. You, the client, require the following services. I'm going to deliver those on this frequency and this output, and it's going to cost you this amount of money. And by the way, you'll need to pay me by direct debit. And I think the other thing to think about is, and I, and I find this really um, interesting, make it really, really easy for someone to pay you. So I'll, I'll give you an example. The landscaping company that has done work on our house has done quite a lot of work and they come back and do stuff every now and then. Every time I get an invoice, it's a PDF and I have to go into my bank and I have to pay them. And if I forget, not intentionally, then all of a sudden the lovely lady in accounts is chasing me. And I said to her one day, why wouldn't you set up a payment gateway? Oh, no, I don't think we need that. Our customers are happy doing this way. And I'm like, okay. But for me... I wouldn't pay her quicker than I would pay someone that had a an online option, be that either a pop-up box with a credit card or if it's, a, again, my accountant, through practice ignition, I put the bank details in there and every month I get a, I get a notification that the direct debit has happened from the account. Now, we've got an arrangement in place, maybe a little different for the landscape gardener because it's not, not ongoing, but... Everybody in business needs to make it so much easier for you to pay them. And regular services, I believe, should be on a form of direct debit, be that either from a credit card or a bank account. You need a direct debit facility with your bank, don't you? You have to talk to your bank before you set up this payment gateway or you don't at all. You can just go directly to the payment gateway. 
No, you just go to on my view, just go to directly to the payment gateway. So if you think about, so in the past, I've used products such as um, Easy Debit. I'm currently using using Go Cardless because in my case, I invoice from zero, and my clients on Go Cardless. As soon as I raise the invoice, it automatically through zero pushes through to Go Cardless and then schedules that payment, and then it sends up a, a reminder to the client that like I was telling you before about practice ignition, that the, the debit's going to take place. I think they give them 24-hour notice or something like that. But it's a regular, in my case, it's a regular occurrence. So it's really, really easy now. And there are other options for credit cards. I mean, they're many and varied, and they all connect in different ways. Go cardless, that is a direct debit facility only from a bank account, not a credit card. Some people want different options. Some people want to give their clients different options. It depends on your practice. But again, for me, uh, we were talking a little bit about value before. If I have to chase money, I start to feel what's wrong with me. So I don't like to be in that position because I feel uncomfortable and I go, what's wrong with me? They're not paying me. It might have nothing to do with me, but that's where I go and that's just a personal thing. And I don't like being in those situations. I like to work really hard for my clients and know that the money's coming through on the greed time frame, not watching the bank account, hoping and wishing that it would happen. That's how I, for me personally, and I see a lot of other people that are chasing money, and I think they've probably got better things to do with their time. If you send out an invoice and it doesn't get paid, I think it's a very easy thought to think, what is wrong? Were they not happy with my service? And do you know what? In a lot of cases... It's none of that. It's they haven't got time or somebody in their accounts is off sick or... Or the bank balance is low. Yeah, the bank balance is low or the myriad of things going on. And often it's not, but it but it makes it hard for the for the bookkeeper accountant to under, often to understand that or know what's really going on. So I, I'm just a big believer in it. And, and, and it does help you sleep at night. <laughs> yes. You can have a payment gateway for billable hours and you can have a payment gateway without an engagement letter. They don't necessarily need to connect. I, don't, I, don't agree. I personally don't agree with that. Okay. Because all of it is in, in an engagement. You're engaging a client or a client's engaging you and there, there should always be a letter of engagement in my view. Yes. Yes. Always. And I think kind of using billable hours versus fixed fee as your reason to or not to is probably not in my view, strong enough reason. Um, and also if you're direct debiting them for a invoice that you've got on billable hours, you probably need to be clear with them around the terms of that arrangement and what's included and not included. I, I Sorry, I think, so if I just step, step back one, I think anyone in business that's trading with somebody else needs a letter of engagement as a protection Lots of people don't. Lots of industries are, yep, I'll just get that work for you. And then when they're not getting paid or something goes wrong or that, you know, then they're they're incredibly exposed. And I think that for the small amount of effort up front in terms of getting all this structure in place in terms of letter of engagement online, payment gateways, automate debits, all of that, putting it together, being clear about what you're going to do, what's in scope, what's not in scope, all of that I think is really important. And the time and the effort and the cost in setting that up can save you 
hundreds and hundreds of hours and angst um, and loss of revenue and, you know, not being paid down the track. I, I really believe that. And I think it's, I think everybody in business owes it to themselves to do that because everybody's working hard and you, you don't want to trip up. You don't want to be tripped up all the way along because you haven't got these documents in place. I think I wouldn't overthink it. I, I do think that there are many options and sometimes that's a bit overwhelming. But at the end of the day, you're better off choosing one and getting on with it rather than not having anything at all. That's good advice. Just don't overthink it. Just do it. You know, whether whether it's this payment gateway or that one, yes, they are, might be slightly different, but the main thing is to just get one. Yeah, and talk to talk to other bookkeepers, talk to other accountants, see what they've used, see how they did it, see how it connects with their accounting software and whether they had a great, you know, great relationship with it or not. Um, sometimes it depends on, like, if you're selling online, it's obviously different than, which um, bookkeepers and accountants are sometimes not doing unless they're writing books or something like that. So if you're selling online, that's different. But definitely, you know, I always go to the, you know, this cloud accounting software marketplaces and have a look what's there and read some of the stuff online. And, you know, I always have a few, I always used to have a few key um, people in the industry that I would go to to ask them if they've used it or what how they've found. So there's lots of information out there. And again, I think in everything I talk about, it's like, what suits your business the best and your customers because you know them better than anyone else. Welcome back. I like Tim's take on payment gateways to just do it. J-F-D-I. Just <laughs> do it. In the next episode, episode 164, Cameron Lynch of Itani in Adelaide will talk about business intelligence, BI. Until then, thank you for listening and thank you to Class for their support. Bye for now and see you in the next episode. <laughs>